0: And we're live. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, already in here, making a ruckus. How you doing, Runner? <laughs> hey, what's up? I would expect nothing less. Thank you for being you.
1: What's up, Runer?
0: Let's do this. So, tonight, I'll just start this off a little bit here. Tonight we're going to be talking about uh, The Last Dance. It's a docu-series um, about his airness, Michael Jordan. And not just about Michael Jordan, really. I should take that back. I thought it was when we started this. But I think it's more about the team's last season together, right? That's kind of the whole idea behind uh, I
2: mean, it's definitely focused on, uh, on um, you know, his airness, but... Uh... It definitely bounces around a little bit, focuses on the team as a whole.
0: I mean I I I, th- I guess I thought it was gonna be more it's gotta be MJ focused because MJ's the center it's of MJ. that team, right?
2: Yeah, I was gonna say it's but, MJ. but
0: I, I expected it more to be like an uh, an MJ documentary, but I'm I'm understanding more and more that it's the the that team in that season and everything that leads Final. up to that season gave me yeah, yeah yeah so anyways we have um i made a confession sackside so to pickle yeah. that i i have only completely watched the first three episodes
1: oh i think i came in and heard that
0: i didn't i didn't make it all the way i didn't even start the fourth episode i barely finished the third one like and then 30 minutes before this so i apologize <laughs> um I'm, I'm i'm taking them slower because i'm taking more notes as i go um and so and I mean, that's it, actually
2: it, when I went down and grabbed, so I, I have, I mean, off our conversation last week, I was like, I need, I need a, I need a notebook. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, so it's, notes as well. yeah, so it's Ready taken,
0: you know, it's an hour long episode. It's taken me like an hour and a half to actually watch through it all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I do apologize to both you guys. I made the commitment to watch all four episodes and I, I did not follow through. So forgive me. Um, so I will yeah, contribute but... in the first three episode discussion. And, but I still think if we get there, let's still talk about the fourth episode and, I'll have well, something to look forward to. And
2: I, and I was thinking about this too. It's like none of this should be like spoiler alert because it's like we all know what happened. You know, right. like, yeah, there's some behind the scenes stuff that it's like, oh, that's interesting. But it's like nothing is earth shatteringly like, oh, I can't believe you spoiled that for me. It should right. be at least. Uh, before we jump into it, uh, rumor it has it that uh, apparently the last season... The farewell season of Kobe Bryant is. There was also a camera crew following him around. And oh, that's gonna be rough. So we may get something similar. Yeah, it, it, gonna it's be gonna be rough. rough. Absolutely. Oh. Not. I guess it won't be similar because obviously we won't have Kobe contributing to it. But, yeah, they gotta you know. give us time. I'm still not ready. Oh no, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it would be anytime soon. Uh, I think. I think oh, that they would oh. wait a good Oof. five, six years before doing something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, at
2: least a year. <laughs> at least, yeah, not at least. I mean, even though even though it hasn't felt like it's been a year since January.
0: March itself was like a decade.
2: <laughs> I guess it's this year feels like 5 years. Absolutely. So, so all anyways, right, so So we're, we're
0: we're playing, well let's, let's let's kind of do this is what I'd I'd like to do and I want to see if you guys feel the same way. I'd like to um, talk about I want to give a little history of ourselves and the NBA. Um, I think we're all in very different places when it comes to the NBA. Um, I think we're all fans, but I, I'd like to kind of give... Uh, first of all, I, I, I'd, I'd like to make sure we understand each other's position. Uh, and by position, I don't mean, like, goat or anything like that. Like, I don't want this to turn into to that kind of conversation, or maybe it does. Oh, I think it's going to turn into that I'm sure it will. But I, I, I think, you know, just kind of like, did you grow up watching basketball? You know, what's your history, who you're a fan of? just so our biases kind of are being worn on our sleeves a little bit
2: uh-huh.
0: if that makes sense and then and then I think you know as we talk through the, the last dance I think at least it'll be helpful for me to be able to say you know cool like it's really it, it, it means a little bit something different when Saxide says that because Saxide is this right Does that makes sense. sense yeah so um Saxide do you want to start or do you want me to start
1: um
2: Character should already be selected, right? Did we already play this? Yeah. Uh, real quick, Ruiner says something about there's a four to five to second delay with the volume and the co-stream. Oh. Yeah. You so should i should be... trying to
1: tell them that technically we're going to try to do better, but right now we're kind of... Um, hosting Met right yeah, now. We're kind of hosting mine, it.
2: Mine's still not for some reason. I don't know. I don't well, even... I'm actually
1: streaming... I'm actually streaming a mit, to stream on so one you of my did, you
2: just displays. Full, did you just full size it on one of your? Yeah. And then okay, yeah.
1: I'll figure it out. So We're I gonna think I figure that I out on ready to I think I'm pickle, so I need to. I
2: thought, and I think I'm Mitt, actually. So <laughs> I don't know if we need okay. to back up. So let me go back to the main menu. Oh, and for the king,
1: I was like, wait, what do you
0: mean?
2: <laughs> I'm Mitt. <laughs> We're, for for the conversation, we're going to change roles. All right, <laughs> I'm going to be you know just on my knees in front of LeBron. Oh wow! Uh, I'll, I'll be oh, my lord.
0: <laughs> we got there quick. <laughs> we haven't even started talking basketball yet, and we're there. Uh, well, well. Cool. <laughs> well, well, we'll just coming in hot. See you coming later. <Yeah>. See you later.
2: I'm out. No, no, no. I think we've just picked the wrong characters. Yeah, no. I I'm think with it's, you. it's weird that it doesn't just assign them. We have to like uh opt into our characters again, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Um you guys I just meant worshiping, I and mean, what did you guys what were you guys thinking? You know, just like worshiping yeah i
0: I was i was thinking you know like
1: that's what i thought worshiping he wouldn't have to get on his knees oh you guys like i was gonna say do
0: you know how tall lebron is i don't gotta get on my knees
2: (laughs) (laughs) starting off great i like it i
1: like it so what was i oh go ahead go ahead no no no, i was gonna say mitt Mitt asked us to kind of speak to our
2: yeah, yeah. About our NBA, where we're coming from, our perspectives.
0: Yeah, like who are you a fan of? Where, where? Like, what is your experience with the NBA? You know, and, and I, I just think it's different. And, and even me, I think it might be a little bit different than what you guys actually know about me. So, I think it'll be helpful.
1: Okay. Since you guys invite, yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll, I'll even
0: just, I'll even, I'll go, I'll go first. So you guys, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah. I'll. It'll make sense what I'm thinking here, but. Um, so I have not always been an NBA fan. I've not always been a fan of basketball at all. Um, growing up being in Utah I was, I, I was pegged to be a fan of the Utah Jazz. Um, and when I was young obviously was was their run in trying to get to the championships, which we'll talk about in later episodes, obviously. Um, but but I wasn't you know, I wasn't a jazz fan. I wasn't an NBA fan. Um, I actually worked for the Utah Jazz in high school but I didn't care like it wasn't special to me it wasn't it was just a job um and so I, I didn't become like a an actual watch the games follow a team fan until a few years ago as an adult and so I don't have a lot of background so actually watching this series for me has been really like I've been learning a lot of things that I think most people already knew and and so that's that's uh you know kind of kind of a background on me is I just I've only recently become a fan of basketball Fair enough. and now I guess if we give this the, our allegiances I, I wouldn't even call I'd say I'm a, a Utah Jazz fan by proximity and I'm a LeBron James fan by wherever he's playing <laughs> I'm a fan of the player not necessarily the team he plays for so I'm a Lakers fan right now
1: why we, are and, you a LeBron fan and why aren't you accepting my invite
0: I didn't see an invite I'll I'll check it out. I'll go look at the invite. I'm a LeBron fan because since I have been following basketball, he is, in my opinion, the most fun player to watch. And so he was kind of my, you know, kind of the the reason I started watching basketball is because I had so much fun watching him play basketball. And so...
2: And one of my brothers is that way where he's... Obviously, we're Lakers fan. we'll, We'll dive into that, I guess. But he's more of a player fan than a team fan. So he uh, he finds players that he enjoys, rather than pledging allegiance to a team, which I disagree yeah. with. But... I think it's fair. Um, sorry,
0: Zach. I'm not. I I hear your invite, but I'm not seeing your invite. So I've got to find out where it's hiding. Oh, there it is.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. So me, I guess well, will I don't. let's Segues mm-hmm. into that. So um. I'm a lifelong Lakers fan. Uh, dad's originally from that area. Uh, I wasn't super into sports as a young kid, but by the time I was, you know, I don't know 10, 11, 12, started getting into it, watching those games with him. Uh, you know, that was right around the 2000 Lakers, so the Shaq-Kobe Lakers. Uh, I mean, it was definitely easy to, to get into that and start watching it. Uh, you know, my first uh, memory, I think, is... I think it was the Rockets uh, it was one of those series between the Lakers and the Rockets in, in the playoffs those years and uh was hitting a big shot and he screamed so loud that he woke the babies or the baby <laughs> in the house and my mom mm-hmm. yelled at him and I was like I'm on board this is, mm. <laughs>
1: this,
2: is this is what I want <laughs> um so lifelong Lakers fan but I'm also okay so I need to choose my character first all right yeah I'm Pick- on, in order I'm pickle Matt you're next
0: yeah I'm not it's is it say that I'm in
2: you're you're loading in I think
0: my, my my game's being funny I might just have to restart my game yeah it just force closed the game
2: restart steam just real quick here yeah you're good no problem. so yeah lifelong Lakers fan uh, you know fell in love with Kobe and Shaq uh, you know it was my first real fandom uh, you know been a Kobe fan ever since you know, obviously I followed Shaq through the rest of his career um but, uh, you know, Kobe was probably my favorite player. So it's been a rough rough couple months for that. But uh, other relevant, I think, information, at least uh, with Mitt, is uh, I'm very anti LeBron and have been since day one. Uh, so I'm. There's a real dichotomy for me as a yeah. fan right now. Uh, obviously, I want the team to do well, and I want LeBron to struggle. So, you know, it's hard. I bet. <laughs> so You're you living a you rough understand... life
0: right now.
1: So why don't you understand the. Um, people, because you're basically the anti-version of what, what, what your brother is. If if you yeah. can understand why they follow fan, why they follow players, well, and, under- and, yeah,
2: and and I've I've talked about this a lot. Like one of the things that makes sports fun is, is like, do I hate LeBron as a person? Obviously not. I don't know him as a person. Uh, but the sports hate is what makes it fun, right? To hate an individual player, to root against them when your team plays them you know, you want them to just crush them like that's that's fun for me like obviously i like rooting for my team in and of themselves but it's fun to have you know enemies it's fun to have nemesis or nemesis 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 yeah all my friends have anemones um it's fun to have those and lebron's always been that so I don't, I, like I said, my brother is, he, he's one of these, he was more of a Kobe fan than a Laker fan, right? <laughs> uh, you know, Kobe stayed with the Lakers his whole career, so that made it easy, but I get it, it just, I disagree with it. I, cool. I, I as far as far as being a fan, I think you should pick the franchise.
0: One more time, Zach, sorry, I, I accepted and it went away.
2: Okay.
0: And before we jump any further, I want to thank Les for the, uh, the Twitch Prime subscription, 11 months in a row. Thank you very much. What, what? And then he, uh, throws some shade at Sackside that I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, all let lie. Me.
2: Yeah.
1: What, what, did he, what did he say to me? He said, he said,
0: you know, Sackside's going to have the best memory. Cause he was like in his twenties when Mike played.
1: I was not in my twenties when Mike played. I was a Dirty. lot younger. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So I need
2: to in. back out of this game completely.
0: It's it's not letting me join on the the invite. Can I join no. it
2: like in a the lobby? Back- I'm gonna go back to the main menu and, and maybe let's try to start again there. Can I join go it
0: in the way. lobby?
1: Well, we're going back. So for me, yep. Um, I um grew up a baseball football fan. I wasn't really a basketball fan. I played it, but I really wasn't. Uh, a fan of uh, of NBA, um, I I love the the three major players Magic Bird and Jordan. Um, as Les tried to uh, insinuate, um, I grew I I was too young to have seen Bird and uh, Magic in their prime. They were on their way out when I uh, got caught eyes on NBA. Um, Jordan was literally in his prime. Um, so I think I graduated high school on his second run, his second three p, his um, second three p, not his second championship. Right, his second three p. So it was that '86? Um, so '96. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See,
0: <laughs> I didn't grow up A- with this A- shit, guys.
2: A- 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 I have
0: no idea. A- when did Mike play again? The twenties? The thirties? <laughs>
1: Oh, my goodness.
2: Him and Wilt, so, they
0: were together, right? Yeah,
2: Wilt and Michael, those were teammates, I think.
1: <laughs> right. So um, so I grew up um, a fan of players first. And literally recently, I decided to go ahead and adopt a franchise. And I adopted the Clippers because I didn't want to be a Golden State fan. I, I didn't want to be a fan of a team that already had enough fans, <laughs> really um i i well we I know the clippers need fans right I, well <laughs> you can't you can't say i jumped on the bandwagon right so um so i guess that that's kind of my history so i i followed jordan i loved i was a jordan fan i loved his work ethic um i, um, I tried to model um a game after him even though i was a lot smaller um but I, I loved his toughness, I loved his work ethic, I loved the the same stuff that Kobe loved about him, right? I literally am half a year younger than Kobe. So when Kobe was going through you know, high school and all that stuff, dating Brandy, we all wanted to date Brandy. He was the guy that I kind of grew up with. Um, and if I'm honest, I didn't like him. Um, you didn't like Jordan? Because, no, I didn't like Kobe. Oh, sorry because he emulated Jordan better than I ever could. Uh, I'm being honest about it. Um so you know, there was a, a whole jealousy factor there of this dude's getting like I just graduated from high school too. Why 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 aren't I getting drafted? Why aren't You know what I'm saying? It's that whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. I right, um, right, right. respect him. Respect the dude. But um there was definitely a jealousy factor there and um, I'm just a fan of basketball. Um, so the fact that I grew up watching, my initial watching basketball was in the '90s, mid '90s. Um, I like that style of basketball as well. So as we transition into the era of the, you know, three-point shot, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have it here. I don't know. We have to forgotten seller. So here's the forgotten same. Thing. Seller.
0: How do you do the? How do you mark a spot again?
2: Alt uh, click.
0: So there's a Sanctum when one of us should go grab
2: it. So it gives us mm. that extra life. I have a lot of moves.
1: <sighs> we should probably head over here next.
0: Yeah, towards wait, towards oh. the, the Chaos
2: henchman oh, camp. They won't let
1: me use my focus. Towards the the Stone Hero to the east, the northeast.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, some so, things you can't use your focus on, Pick.
1: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so that's my introduction to, to Hoops and uh, my fandom. And, you know, I, I love the Dream Team, um, the first one, the original one. Um, I think, and we'll get into these categorizations and arguments, but I think LeBron, um, in my eyes, will not surpass Jordan as the greatest of all time. Um, I think that he's already passed his, his prime years, and unless he can give us a miracle I, I would have him silently at number two but even then i his his comparison to one of the greatest era of basketball for me is magic i think um his comparison isn't jordan that's kobe's uh to have keep and now that he's in death like no you can't it's almost a dishonor to give that to somebody else yeah
0: that's fair so so um I don't I, I had a question but it escaped me, so good. Sorry. Makes no no, that's that's great. So that helps me too. I, I I uh
1: Les says he's digging Jordan the villain. What what do you mean? Because going into this documentary, so let's 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 introduce the documentary. The documentary is called The Last Dance. We kinda of talked about it a little bit. But the last dance, the reason why it's called that is because Hey Baggins. Uh, uh, Phil Jackson themed every season. Every season when he handed out the playbooks, he would put a theme to the season. Um, Phil Jackson was a man of uh, philosophy. Um, that's why he his one of his nicknames is the Zen Master. Um, he practices um, holistic, cool. Cool. you know, teaching meditation. Um, he's very cerebral, so um, I think uh, that's awesome to theme his seasons. And when I when I seen that in the documentary. I thought the same thing when I do, when I start a workout, I try to um, theme it towards something for myself, whether I tell any, anybody or not, I am theming. Um, normally when I start a workout program, um, I am attempting to um, set up a motivation on those days when I'm not going to want to. Well, you're not part of Putting a, a give it out. I talk about your why has to be greater than what you're doing. The reason you're doing it has to be greater than what you're doing. Um, so I like that he did that. So anyways, to go back to it. So this was called The Last Dance and it was called The Last Dance because Phil Jackson found out before the season started that he would be losing his. Him and Jerry Krause bumped heads and Jerry said, this is a, this is your last season. Um, this is not uh, abnormal for Jerry Krause. This is the same way Phil Jackson actually got his job. Um, he took it. He was the assistant coach, and he took it from Doug Collins. And I don't want to say took it, but Jerry Cross wanted the, the team to be coached a certain way, triangle offense. Doug Collins did not want to coach a triangle offense. Phil was learning the triangle offense from um, an offensive assistant that they had brought in specifically, an offensive uh, consultant that they brought in specifically because of this offensive style. So – um, that's how Phil got his job. So, um, on now Ooh. Phil's on his way out, and he themed this this run, the 97 98 run, as the last dance, right? By the way, side note, I remembered this a long time ago. Did you know that the bulls logo actually says bulls if you turn the um, bull sideways? No, I didn't yeah. know that either. Yeah, it's one no. of those. Oh, what do these logos mean? Like Amazon is A to Z. Right. Everything um, from A to Z. Right. So, well, another one of those that comes up frequently is the Bulls logo. If you turn it sideways, it spells Bulls.
0: Mm. Les, who's Tex Winter? So, Les is saying that the Jordan, the villain, is regards to some of the stuff outside of the documentary. Uh, it's coming up. They'll show, in some of the new episodes, they'll show the other side of the real Jordan. Um, mm-hmm. He refers to it as the tone he used when he talked about Isaiah.
2: Mm. yeah so I, I mean i will say like i that was what i heard as kind of the hype for this documentary is that we're gonna see that side of jordan that he doesn't want to be seen because he's always been very publicly admired yeah. Uh and so for him to be seen as like a bad guy or a villain to some people in the nba you didn't want that for a while
1: honestly uh, it humanizes him to me because i think it does too.
2: And, and i think we all knew he had
1: that side of him yeah. You seen not... it at the Hall of Fame, the Hall of yeah. Fa- the Hall of Fame speech. That was probably yeah. the worst showing of him that I've seen thus far. Yeah.
2: Well, and and I don't think you're that driven, that competitive, have to win with uh God, without having an edge. Oh, of right? course not. Like, I mean, yeah.
0: that's in every sport. In every sport, every every competitive athlete that is even not not I'm not even going to say that is in the running for being the best at what they do, but just to be at that level
2: right you have to have that you right. have
0: to and 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 there's something i mean Scotty. i i felt that way when i when it talked about scotty pippen and and we can get into that when we get into the episodes but um yeah i agree with that uh less is yes. saying text winner was the assistant coach um to the offensive consultant. yes yeah and that's is that where they learned the triangle from is that what he's saying
1: yes that's where phil jackson was learning the triangle from Got yeah, that's right. They, they mentioned
2: him briefly, I think, in Episode 4. Mm. One of those.
0: How do I raise you?
2: So so let's uh, start out the documentary. So it starts out, obviously, as kind of... It, doesn't Episode 1 kind of do, dive into Pippin, or is that 2?
0: Episode 2 is is really Pippin-focused. Okay. Yeah,
1: Episode 1 kind of brings Michael from college and um, even does a draft, which which... Honestly, I I am ashamed to say this, but I did not know Michael was drafted third. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought he was drafted second because we all talk about the Hakeem. Sam Bowie thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Wait, what Sam, Sam Bowie thing?
2: Sam Bowie was drafted two. <laughs> yeah. Sam really? Bowie drafted two. Yeah. yeah Mike who drafted three. And you might be asking yourself, who's Sam Bowie? That's the point. That's the point. Right. Well, <laughs> who also, drafted someone before?
0: Who, okay. Okay. Well, so it was, well, a, it
2: was Akeem Olajuwon. Right, right. Right. I knew that. Which makes sense, especially for that era. The reason
1: why right. forget, he brought two championships to Houston, but secondly, because they drafted one of the greatest centers of all time, and the only reason why he doesn't have more championships is because of Michael Jordan. Um, But – Second was Sam Bowie, and Sam Bowie was a need for Portland at the time. They knew Jordan was a skilled uh, guard, but they didn't think a guard could carry a team to championship. Which honestly, this document, this docu- uh, documentary is proving them correct because Jordan couldn't have did it by himself. Um, but um, they get shit on because of that, and because uh, years later, KD was available. And they drafted Greg Oden instead of Kevin Durant. So it kind of happened to them twice that they did not get a once-in-a-generational talent. Right. And right. Les makes a good point in chat,
0: though. He says, he says looking back through the selections, they weren't technically mistakes because Bowie got hurt. So we don't know what Bowie could have been. And and they already uh, yeah. had Clyde Clyde oh, oh, Drexler. Oh, uh, uh-huh, and so okay. they didn't, quote-unquote,
2: uh-huh. need Jordan. I, uh, and Saxside kind of said that, right? Like, they had Clyde Drexler, who I think... And I've said this before, was very overshadowed by Jordan. He was a great shooting guard for a long time. He just happened Agreed. to play right as Jordan played, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we don't. He doesn't get a lot of love, but it's still you. You took Sam Bowie over Michael Jordan. I don't. I don't care what the. Uh, well, this this you, you sure, took Sam Bowie sure, over sure. Michael Jordan.
0: Looking back now, and, that's really and, easy to say though.
1: Exactly. Yeah, it's always yeah, exactly but you can't say the, the hurt thing because, honestly, Sam Bowie, a healthy Sam Bowie, is still not going to compare to a healthy Michael Jordan career. Yeah, <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> that's not Maybe he good. would have been who we were talking about
2: today had he not gotten hurt. Maybe.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Les is, Les is spilling in here, and he's, he's talking about uh, Clyde had a—he was overshadowed he because Jordan— He ruined Clyde Drexler. He said that Jordan made it his mission to destroy Clyde, and it was a very public feud. He intentionally ruined Clyde Drexler, is what he's saying.
2: Interesting. Well, and again, I think we're finding out more about Michael, where it's like he he did have that kind of mentality, like yeah, to to go yeah. out the to go at the best and destroy them, you know. Yeah, and I which think which is yeah. what made
1: him the greatest. Right, in but some aspect, a better person, right? Because so, people love Clyde, like
2: oh yeah, he he is, nobody. Him. A lot of people have respect for Clyde, right? As they should, but I think in the conversation of great shooting guards he often gets overlooked
1: he does, very much so he often times because his his probably his better years or at least his most popular years were with Houston he's probably not even considered the best guard that, uh, that the Portland ever had because I would count Brandon Roy as probably their best two guard that they've ever had oh, uh, Portland? yeah yeah, that's fair but I love Clyde.
2: Yeah, but he was he was fun to watch.
1: Yeah, so so Mike gets drafted third. Um, we don't have any more revives, tag. by I, the way. Oh, I didn't know that he played in college with uh, James Worthy. I guess James Neither Worthy was on the way. I on. saw that. Yeah. And I was
2: like, is that Big Game James? That's like a Big Game James, man. I didn't realize they were the same
1: uh, generation. Well, yeah, but it seemed like I think he was what a junior or senior when he was Mike came bit, in. a little bit older, right? Yeah. Cause he was like I, I was killing him for like two weeks, to, and to hear that from James worthy, yeah. What did he say? He said he said I was better than him for about two weeks.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's what yeah. he said. That was crazy to yeah. hear. The worthy but was older, that, I it, think.
1: His his mentality should be adm- admired. Like that's how you should go about your business. And and like Mitch said, first of all, just to be a professional athlete, any professional athlete, you have, you got to have an ego. You've been the best in your city, you've been the best at your high school, you've been the best at your college, probably. You you were, you know, if you're at a big college, you were second or third best, but you were still one of the big men on campus. So to get all the way to a professional level in a sport, you've been, you know, beating up people for a while. So of course you're gonna have an ego. But then you go into the league and now you're beating up professionals. It's gonna it's gonna put it's gonna put you in a tier that's unbelievable. It, I mean, you know, that it's rare air. It's, it's, it's rare ascendance that a lot of us will never understand. Right. Um, and right. we think we do because we watch sports and we know psychology and stuff like that. But until you live in a rich man's shoes, you don't know what it is to be rich. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yep. You're exactly right. Um, This run might be bust. Yeah. So let's just finish this right. fight. And I, we'll... saw
2: yeah, was... I, saw it, I saw, saw it. I saw it was level three, and I was like, "Oh, we can
1: do it." But I didn't really. Yeah, keep going. Up. No, keep going. Like, we just like finished. Just we just
0: finished the round here.
1: Um. So with that being said, um. We kind of covered, um. The first. Oh, oh. Another thing I that I found interesting in uh, episode one is that, uh, Mike. Uh, his off the court, no drinking, coming into the league. Now, you know, years in as a grown man, I think things changed. But coming <laughs> was, into the league. Considering he always has a cigar in his hand through the but documentary. Let's, yeah.
2: let's exit here. Okay. New
0: one. See, and I don't, I don't, I, I think that was, I think he misrepresented a little bit there because his, it, it shows him very, very young in the league with a cigar in his hand. Right? Right. Like, what is, that? Is, that like <laughs> a, is that like
2: a celebratory cigar? Or is yeah, he but like he's smoking it. Is he, is, is he not counting that? I don't know.
1: Well, he said no drinking, no clubbing. Yeah, that's, maybe he didn't say no cigars, but he said no drinking, no clubbing. Uh, he,
0: said, he said smoking, too. I made a note of it because it surprised me. But maybe, regardless, maybe I guess that's expensive. neither here nor there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of I a...
1: think he was specifically talking about crack, maybe. Yeah, no,
0: you're, you're
2: right. He's probably talking about drugs.
0: Like,
1: <laughs> I think this was an episode four, but let's
2: just... He was ripping on one of his teammates for like how he goes out at night and parties. Uh
1: yeah. I think that I think that was in the fourth episode. It was it was amazing. Uh, I, anyway. Well, because I still think that. Look, you could say what you want about Jordan. I think that. Uh, are, so, are we running for the king again? I yeah. think so. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, I think that when it's time to work, it's time to work, and he yeah. expects everybody to come to work. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later, also with the forty-eight hours to Rodman. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> party, party hard, but when you get back, it, it's time to
2: work. Right. So, I, uh,
0: another thing that was interesting, I, and and we're kind of jumping around first episode here a little bit. I think that's okay. But yeah, another he, thing I found interesting, and you kind of touched on it, was you know when he came into college, and he told his coach that that he wanted to be the best. You know, and he said, "Well, you got to work hard." And Jordan said, "Well, I worked just as hard as everyone else." His coach said, "Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you wanted to be the best." yeah and and it was like and it was it, it almost seemed like and I thought that was significant because there it's almost like that's when he made that decision.
2: that light bulb went off yeah, I and mean, that was and and yeah. it was
0: it was that same time that we had that worthy conversation where worthy was better than him for two weeks, right and mm-hmm. and that was just that was interesting to me that that it wasn't until even college that that mind that he had the mindset, but he never really turned in that extra gear. And we, we hear a lot about Jordan just having the having an extra gear or extra energy or extra push that, that no one else has. And, and that's kind of the first time I think I saw it, at least, uh, in yeah. this documentary.
2: Well, and, and that brings us to, we could also talk a little bit about, um, uh, what was I going to say? We could talk about how, you know any great player or great athlete or great anything, you know, there's a support system in place behind you. Right. And very, very rarely is somebody completely self-made. right? He uh, he had a lot of good, like, and he talks about all his coaches throughout from college through Doug Collins through, I can't remember the first guy that he had before Doug. And then obviously Phil and how each of them kind of shaped and, and helped him become, you know, Michael Jordan, as we know it. Uh, Yeah. I think that's, anyways, just a thought.
0: I think it's important. I think it's that's one of the thing, and and again, this is a few episodes in, and this is me not knowing a ton, right? Because I I haven't ever done the research. I haven't ever done different things that I think a lot of other people do. Um, and so, but but to me, I think it's it's he seems at least at least in current like where we're at right now in the documentary. Like, he's very much understanding that he did not become who he was, nor do what he did by himself yeah he he seems to be very and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna use the word humble here i'm gonna be very specific in not saying that word <laughs> yeah, he's not exactly but, humble but, but but he seems to be willing to share credit right and he recognized
2: yeah he shares credit where it's due and he recognizes greatness in others yeah
0: right and that Which was I think that's actually pretty impressive attribute. to me I, I wasn't sure that i was gonna see that and I, I i didn't think that that existed until until now
2: yeah even if and, it is really reason, <laughs> and the reason i bring it up is i just think if you look at any like again like somebody that's you know, renowned in their field, they have that attribute of willing to, you know, yeah, you can be frustrated and you can be short with other people when they are not working as hard as you are. But if they are working as hard as you are, you know, recognize that and don't try to uh, put them down or
0: Yeah, is um, le- yeah. saying early on. He, he did try to do it by himself. He didn't really make that change until Phil came right. along. Right. Uh, he really thought he was doing it all on his own up to that point. Uh, he has all those insane point totals in the early part of his career. He was just losing. Yeah, he had that playoff run where where he had what was it, forty nine and fifty six in two back to back games in the playoffs, something mm-hmm. like that.
2: So so that does bring up a point I wanted to to mention is is I you know again I was pretty young when Michael was playing you know I, and it was before I was really an NBA fan, but I found it interesting how quickly you know, by the time it was his second year in the league, I know he was injured for most that year, but how quickly other people in the league were starting to recognize that he was probably the best player. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, and maybe yeah. they're just saying it now because they have the benefit of hindsight. But, I mean, some of those were interviews at the time. I was going to say, and, they played yeah.
0: that interview of Bird and Magic.
2: Yeah, and they were just like, no, no, he's legit. Like, he's yeah. he's the best player in the league. And it's like, yeah. oh, shoot. oh, shoot. Like, they, yeah. you don't say that lightly, I would assume, Right. you know? Like, right, right. So I found that interesting because I, I don't think we've ever seen that with any of I don't think we saw that with LeBron. Like, I think people say it now, but they weren't saying it his rookie, sophomore, junior year. Oh, heck they no. Saying, they were saying, oh, this guy's going to be really good. Yeah. That's what they were saying, you know? Yeah. Uh, so anyways, that surprised me how quickly he was recognized for how good he was.
1: For sure. For sure. Didn't he, didn't he take the starting job, like, in about two weeks of being a professional NBA player? Did it even last that long?
2: <laughs> well, and I think they had a quote from Michael where they were asking, like, how was the transition to the NBA? And he's like, oh, it's easy. Yeah, he did yeah. say that. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, dang. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're serious, man.
0: Hey, Les is asking a question, an interesting question. Who do we see today, today as just a scorer that has the potential to be great? He's wondering if there's a possible MJ type in the league right now.
2: I don't see anybody that's got like that just you watch and you go, oh, that guy's different. Like, I, I can't think of a player right now that I, I mean, other than the greats that we already know of, you know, like obviously you watch LeBron and, and KD and Steph and you go, OK, those guys are a league above. But those guys, uh,
0: you, you've seen where they're at, right? Exactly. You, see, you, you know
2: you, what they are. I, I so think we're looking I think at is younger, looking younger more, players. Yeah, and, and... Yeah, rookie sophomores. No, I don't think I see anyone in the rookie sophomore class where I'm like, oh, dang, this guy's going to be. Maybe John ja Morant. I know Les Th- just typed that's that. That's who I like, was thinking of too. Honestly, he's he's good, and I really enjoy watching him. I, I I don't know. Maybe if he puts on some muscle like MJ did a few years from now, if he uh, fills out and keeps all the skill, but uh, can bump around a little bit more, who knows?
0: Yeah, I, I, I see I I he's see why fun. you know John ja Morant came to my mind quickly, and obviously Les was thinking about it too. But I I don't I still don't see him and think. And I I would never do that comparison. He's had flashes,
1: right? Like he's had flashes from game to game. What was the exact question? Because he—it sounded like the question was, "Who's a scorer that can develop into more?" So,
2: and and
0: let me let me let me say something that Les chatted earlier that that does this. So we we were talking about early Jordan, and Les said they basically just saw him as as a pure scorer for a long time, not the overall player, right? Mm. And so then he followed that with who do we see as just a scorer who has the potential to be great? Is be there a possible MJ type yeah. in the league? Okay. So I don't think he's wanting us to compare someone to MJ, but just, just, is there that type of person that we see as a pure scorer that could potentially be so much more less? Correct me if I'm putting words in your mouth, but that that's, that's how I'm reading that question.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I can't think of anybody in, and honestly, I don't think I, I know. They talked about MJ as like, oh, he's just gonna get scoring titles, and he's he's never gonna win championships. But then you also hear a lot of things where people are saying, oh, this guy is the real deal. Like this guy is different, you know, than than what we've seen before. So I don't know. I don't know how to read that. You know. What do we want? An extra life or chaos?
1: We don't have any chaos yet, do we? We're, no, but we can. Yeah, we can take it off the timeline, and we, we can't. Can go, it can go negative. We're capped at life right now.
0: All right, gotcha. a little chaos then. Yeah, it just it just removes it from the timeline completely.
1: Oh, I see. I see. It gets I was rid
0: of the next it, like,
2: chaos. I thought it like builds up, and we have to go down. I yeah. gotcha.
0: Yeah. So so John Moran, you know, uh, see, I see someone like Trey Young. He's a pure scorer, but I see him more like a Steph Curry type than a Michael Jordan yeah, type.
2: Yeah, he's very more in the Steph Curry mold. Um, and is that just a size thing? Do you think? Like, is it? I just, think that's I mean, a lot to do with it. Yeah. Ultimately, basketball—it's always going to revolve somewhat around size, right?
0: And and less that—that's a good point there. He doesn't have elite elite athleticism, maybe, right? Like, he's he's very skilled and talented, but his athleticism isn't at that level.
2: Trey Young, right? Right.
0: Um, you know, that's that. something that you could always see from Jordan. That that those guys. Don't necessarily <laughs> How
2: many ever. times were like the Pistons or? Somebody else would say, like, oh, once he gets in the air, he's not human. Oh, I know. Coming from college, um, yeah, you gotta, you Ben's gotta stop. But they were he takes off. <laughs> hello,
1: hello, hello. I just oh, heard sorry. something
0: about college, so you must have yeah. cut out.
1: You kind of yeah, yeah. Off. Sorry about that. Yeah, I, I just don't, I don't see anybody that's coming from college, doing the same things they, do, they were doing in college, and coming straight to the league. Honestly, I don't think anybody in the league is like that. I think the Last person that made the transition as easy as easily as Jordan um, was probably Allen I- Um, He put up pretty much the same numbers at Georgetown that he did his rookie season. And I'm going off of um, memory, not off of. Um, I looked up at the stats um, currently, but um, I think um, that's who I would have put in that bag. I don't think anybody in the league right now is pure athletic and pure scoring as Jordan everyone's now mind you J- Jordan can score from multiple positions multiple places on the court I'm not talking about just shooting half court um so yeah when you talk about the Steph Curry's the Trey Young's and the uh, even like someone like a Paul George um we're talking about pure shooters and I think I'm talking I'm thinking more uh, is this my turn yeah, uh, yes, uh, I'm thinking more of just do just pure athleticism dominating. If anybody probably would probably be thinking more of a uh, like Shaq.
2: Mm. And I know it's a different era, so it's not a perfect comparison, but like Jordan wasn't a great outside shooter, right? He had the no. mid range, Right. Uh, but we all talk about that game. He made six threes like it was like. It was earth shattering where it's like okay that happens every game now we have some guy that hits four five six threes every night uh and so the fact that he scored you know 40 50 points in big games without hitting a bunch of threes and uh, and without
0: having nearly as many free throws as we see nowadays as well
2: it's true yeah without a lot of free throws i mean he was posting up he's getting the mid-range he's driving to the hole that's where all his buckets are coming from and Mm. and you don't see that right now. You don't see that kind of point scoring in the league. Right. Um, Les is yelling to stop.
0: He, he wants to correct us. Jordan was a phenomenal outside shooter. He just didn't shoot them because the league wasn't screaming for them why, to shoot. Why? Them. Why? It says he's a he, He's notoriously an amazing shooter from much. everything in the books that people were seeing outside
2: of the game. Okay, and, and and I know a lot of basketball players. I mean, I don't know a lot of NBA players personally, but I know a lot of basketball players that can drill a bunch of threes and warm-ups and then can't hit them in the game. I don't know if that was Michael's problem or not. but
1: No, why? but, but let's have a three point. Three points or
2: three points. Like, yeah, but if The, the statistics if you weren't there the before.
1: Tips. Yeah, if you don't have the attempts. Fair enough.
2: And I, I don't know what his percentage was throughout his career. Maybe it was great. Maybe he was like a 45, 50% three-point shooter. I I don't, I don't know the stats. You know, I mean nobody is. Joe Ingles had a forty-six percent season. Maybe he was just uh, average. You know, maybe he was right around percent or thirty-eight percent. Which I mean, like that's what you shoot. That's really good. You know, jack your threes (laughs) up. I don't care. But I guess I just don't have enough numbers to know if that was the
1: case. Right. You're, you're going for this totem, right? Uh, This sanctum, right? I was just supporting you because
0: there was a lot of fights to be had over here. I think you were going for that sanctum, and you're welcome to it i don't need wisdom unless uh, i don't know which one of us is yeah. going to push wisdom
1: yeah it'd probably be me my yeah, guy that's my what mom. i
0: was thinking so like i said i just i didn't want i you just to didn't beat. want to snipe it from you yeah no, 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 you're i appreciate good. it um which means you should hit that roadside grave too by the way it's a wisdom check
2: the so less says he was 33 yeah, but man, there's a lot hard. that screws that number so i don't know what's screwing that number but he was 33, percent which again is not terrible. There's a lot of guys that shoot 33% in the league right now that are still shooting threes. Uh, but again, my my point is, even if he was a great three-point shooter, he was scoring 40, 50 points without three-pointers. Yes. Which it, it's that's my that's really my point. I'm not trying to yes. knock his three-point shooting ability. He was scoring that many points consistently without free throws, as much free throws, and without three-pointers. Which is some again. That's not that's what there's he's and That's I think I get what you're, what you're right saying. Now.
1: There's there's less resistance shooting a three point than there is going to the rack, getting hit by right. all five of the piston players, or, po- and or posting up
2: and bodying somebody and driving right. past them. And you know, it's a lot more energy than just shooting a three. Right. Yep.
0: No, less. You're right. right. And right. and I'm not going to compare him to Harden. I'm not going to even bring that up. Um.
2: I. Yeah, and, you, and, <laughs> and, and, and Les makes a great point, like the, the high percentage shooters outside of Steph Curry are generally the not the creators, they're the catch-and-shooters, right, they're standing somewhere wide open, watching someone else create, I and like Joe shoot. Ingle. yeah, shooting yep. an open three, right. Yes. So yeah, their percentages are going to be higher, and I think Les has a good point there. Um, and it just wasn't part of his game for a number of reasons, but he still was effective without it, which I think says a lot. Very effective without it.
1: Yeah.
0: Killing so him. then
1: they finally introduce Scotty Pippen. Scotty Scotty oh, Pippen. Scottie Pippen. A, six Scottie, Scottie. One, a six one point guard.
2: <laughs> Out of uh, who knows where Arkansas, Southern right. University uh, Southern Arkansas University or something. But like his ho- his hometown was like Grimwald, Arkansas, like thirty two hundred
0: people or something. Yeah, I think his hometown, just,
2: like nobody, right? Which who yeah, shot, up who shot up to be a six
1: college player who shot to be a 6'7, 6'8 NBA player. Right. Isn't that just it's insane? How does that happen? Insane. You know? The only comparison, unless we'll know this fondly the only comparison that i've heard of to to have a a growth spurt like that good old anthony 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 davis (laughs) yeah ad baby ridiculous but yeah man so scotty pippen um his growth spurt um he started as equipment manager was drafted against something i didn't know it was drafted by the seattle superstar and then got told about it during it during an interview at the draft that he got traded they were yeah. like, you got the wrong hat on.
0: <laughs> hey, Zach, don't lose this. Don't lose this uh, roadside grave.
1: Okay. Is it on me right now? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um. So, but yeah, I,
2: I think we talked about this a little bit in, in the chat, in the text chat, which it's like, I didn't know all of this about Scotty. I thought that was really fascinating. You know, I didn't realize that was his background. Uh, yeah. And wasn't he from like twelve? Was he from like twelve kids or something crazy? Oh, was
1: some lot, some
2: a lot, yeah. It was like nine, ten, something kids. Yeah. And he, he's the one of the youngest, and uh, just grew up in the middle of nowhere, and goes on to become one of the greatest NBA players of all time. It's just bonkers yes. to me. Um, yeah. So let's okay. So we we talked a little bit about Jordan's early career, obviously college, high school, uh, what he was kind of viewed at early on, and then yeah, episode two moves into more Pippen focused. So what kind of stood out to you guys about Pippin that I guess you didn't know, other than his
1: background?
0: i let you go first, Zach.
1: What stood out to me about Pippin that I did not know? Or um, that you want to emphasize? A point of emphasis. Okay, I think that's a little bit better, because I didn't know about his growth spurt, but I think the point of emphasis that we should take from what we're seeing in this documentary is that he's very underrated. Um, a lot of people don't give him the credit because he played next to the greatest basketball player to maybe have walked this earth. And right. that player said, I couldn't have did it without him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: we're, 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 we even get to the part of the document, the, the documentary where it starts to show that without Scotty, the, the team was struggling um, until Rodman like got his stuff together and actually started playing serious. But um I think that Pippen's due. He's been due. He was due during his career. You see he was underpaid. He didn't get respect in.
0: Grossly underpaid. I didn't know that.
1: Grossly underpaid. Yeah. And you and you mentioned this last week when we were preparing for this doc. Um and I think that as we compare greats, he's never talked about in in great standing. And I think that he until LeBron came in the league, he was the greatest small forward to play the game. Um now that I've seen. I did not see the Oscar Robinsons of the world yeah, and players like that. Um, but, man, he's up there. Like, yeah. the dude could have been better, but he does what Kawhi does on a nightly basis, and he was scoring. Right. Um, we seen when he went to Portland, when he was off the Bulls, he was still a force. So I just think my point of emphasis is that, is that Scottie Pippen deserves respect. Um, when it comes to him on the court. That dude, Jordan wouldn't be Jordan. Like Jordan would have been Jordan, but he would have stayed the Allen Iverson version of Jordan. Um, just scoring titles and stuff like that um, With without Pippen. Pippen allowed Jordan to score or He didn't have to. Um, he had another person on defense with him. Not to take away from Jordan, Jordan was one of the greatest defenders on ball defenders as well. But even to say that, Pippen may have rivaled him in being an in, in all ball on ball defender.
2: At least on a night in and night out basis, right? Right. In, individual right. plays we can make an argument, but I think on a nightly basis on the other team's best player,
1: he yeah. probably wasn't the best defender on his team, MJ. Right. Right? I mean he was right. a great defender. But, right. Yeah. But but having Pippen there and then having Rodman there, like, dude, those are two great defenders. <laughs> oh
0: at yeah. Your, I mean
1: that your, you're playing with on a nightly basis.
0: Hey Shadow, how you doing man? So Shadow Shadow comes in and Les less comes in first of all. Les says that he didn't he didn't remember or didn't know about the holdout and the demand for a trade. Uh, I had forgotten Pippen. about
2: it, yeah. Like I didn't uh, it's not something we talk about a lot, right? Like right. uh he yeah. sat out for most of that last year.
0: And then Shadow's coming in just talking about how Pippin was MJ's right hand man, that he was just amazing. And Les right. agrees with that right. and I agree with that as well. Um Pippen, Pippen was interesting. I mean he... it shows
1: in that um in that Piston series, and I know we're gonna get to it later, but just just something to emphasize a little bit more on Pippen is the fact that um he kind of took his cue from Jordan um Um when it came to you know gaining weight, lifting weights and stuff like that. But even when they finally beat the Pistons, when uh Rodman threw him to the ground when he was on the other team still, he stood there. He gathered himself. I mean, he sat there. He gathered himself, and then he decided to. You know what? We just, we already whooped your ass. Like, there's no yeah. reason for me to. Ar- I'm not gonna let you goad me into something. Right. When I've already. I've already you. If beat my team you. loses me while we go right. to the next round, it's a bigger loss than. You just you're you're going home. I've already beaten you in the way that matters. So. Yeah. Pippin. Right.
0: Pippin was uh. He couldn't have been more perfect for Michael, and and I mean that like like not just in that he was a great player and playing next to the greatest player, but I mean that like the fact that Pippin was frankly was okay for the first little bit with his with his you know his pay and and his role and like. He he under and and he had that you know that that swagger that we talked about. Any great player has to have. You know he he says in the documentary that I was the second greatest player in the league, right? No. I, he 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 fully recognized MJ, but at the same time he was extremely confident in himself, and and he was exactly what MJ needed. He didn't demand tons of money. He was the sixth best player or highest paid player on their team, 122nd in the league I think at the time. Like like he was one of the best players in the league, top five for sure. And, and he was paid like the 122nd. And, so and, I and did, they needed yeah. that. They needed that because they, need, they, they needed to be able to keep that together when Jordan's asking for 36 mil right. and Scotty's only getting 12, right?
2: Right. So I did want to talk about that, though, because it's like, so he obviously didn't always just sit back and take what they were giving him in order to play aside Jordan because he did sit out for most of a season trying to renegotiate. But now, that's uh, with
0: his ankle surgery though, right?
2: Yeah. but he sat out a lot longer than he needed to. And then even after the, even the next season, he sat out some of the beginning of the next season. That was as, his holdout. Yeah. Not on injury anymore. Just, just on holding out for more money. So I did want to talk about that. Like, what are you guys' thoughts? Cause I personally, and I'll, and I'll start with this is I think you signed the contract you play. Like I, it's not my fault. You signed it when you were young and maybe you weren't the second best player in the league. Uh, you signed the contract. We're paying you really good money. Uh, it's not like this is between you not being able to afford to live. You're you're getting paid millions of dollars to play a game that you signed a contract for. So, my personally, I think uh, you play the game and you you wait for the next contract.
0: I am bleeding and on fire with no clothes.
2: <laughs> Why are you naked, by the way? I haven't, I haven't asked you about that yet.
0: I'm the hobo. That's what I. That's what I start with.
2: <laughs> Can you put on clothes if you get clothes? Yeah. Uh, what's the advantage of starting as the hobo? You get a really, oh, you just have good stats all around. Yeah, right.
0: you get a really level stat base.
2: Interesting. Yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts? I mean, did you think he was justified in sitting out and, and trying to hold out for more money, or?
1: I I think it's hard for me to justify holdouts. Traditionally, mm-hmm. I'm normally not for it. I'm with you. Normally, I'm like, hey, you signed a contract. If you did your due diligence, then got bamboozled. Um, I think that as I get older, I may be starting to switch from that. What? Um, I do think that he should have um, played out his contract. Easily. But here's the problem. I think that I think that the these um, some of the athletes, not dumb athletes, ignorant athletes to that side of the business, when you sign them for seven years man. yes dude that's people's full careers there were people that only had seven year careers or right.
2: right. and i thought so, about that it was like again this guy from arkansas with a mom and dad and nine brothers and sisters put 18 million dollars in front of this guy for seven years like that's hard to say no yeah. to right yeah like yeah that's really. The, but, you, I, but
1: but come on, you know he's outplaying that contract. And when the owner said, "Hey, sure. I told you guys don't sign that long," I'm like, mm, I don't believe that one bit. I don't you believe, don't believe you said that. You, you to want sign. to sign
2: up for that long? Absolutely, you do.
1: Right. Yeah, like right.
2: you're motivated to sign up for that long, because then right. you control everything for the next seven years. Right. Yeah. Here's so your God's I, beard I don't. pick. Oh, I probably. Yeah, I didn't look at
1: it. My bad. Uh, out, Shadow.
0: But... I don't. I don't know for sure if it was 12 mil, but I'm pretty sure it was 12 to 15. Uh, his salary.
1: It was something like that for seven years, though. Right, it was, across, I it it was, was a seven-year deal. Was, was it seven for 18, or was it seven for 12? It could have been seven for 18, but that's still It, it like... came out
2: to like two-something million a year, is what I thought. Right. But Yeah, I mean, he was grossly underpaid for what he was adding to the team. Yeah. I don't disagree with that. But he's still making millions of dollars
1: in the 90s to play basketball and and what i think is that here's the responsibility part of the responsibility of the players association they need and this is every sport they need to put together a i don't know if it's an orientation a welcome package a whatever and i know that um, the nfl tries to do this but you have to educate these kids yeah these 19 20 21 year olds coming out of high school inner city no money struggling um and i don't even want to get into the cultural reason why you know black kids are flashy and everything's on the outside um there's a whole you know history lesson behind that but um you get you give the you put these kids in front of a person they they say hey you know we love you we want you we've been watching you since high school um We're bowing. We're gonna. The team is gonna follow your command. And we're here. We're gonna give you two million dollars. And then you outplay that in the first two three years of a of a seven year contract. There's something majorly wrong there. Um, Yeah, but
2: you could also go on the flip side where it's like, okay, like they view you as a young player with potential, so they pay you seven years for two and a half million dollars a year. And then seven years is not potential. Okay, but seven years is a career.
0: Can I have that? (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah not in, not in the nba seven yes, years it if, is. You, if you're good you're playing a lot more than seven years if you're bad sure you'll be out in seven years but let's say you yeah under, let's say you underplay no, we're talking about average we're talking
1: okay, about
2: your... okay but let's say so we're taking two extremes we're taking scotty pippen who was a historically great player right mm-hmm. but let's say how many times have we had things where they sign up for a five-year deal because they think they're going to be a good player they're trying to get them locked up for five seven years pay him two and a half three million dollars and then they turn out to be bums. Do you? Does the team get to go to the player and be like, "Hey, you underplayed your contract. We need some of that money back,"
1: right? No, it's no. guaranteed
2: contracts. So if it's guaranteed contracts coming from the team,
1: well, guys, well, here's here's the here's the caveat when you're talking about guaranteed. lose you. you broke up a lot there. You broke up a lot there. Why am I breaking up so much? Um, we're talking about guaranteeing on the side of the team, on the organization, on the association, not guaranteeing on the side of the player. So the guarantee is always going to be on the side of the team because I get at that. any point I, I get the player can be like released.
2: They're... But you still have to pay him the money.
1: In the NBA, I know in the NFL, no, 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 you right? can. Right. No, no, no. Especially not in the NFL. No, you can. You can buy him out for much. Contracts are not all guaranteed.
0: Let's just like say
1: like a lump sum buyout or something. Yeah, but one grossly underfunded. Like, uh, what was the huge Donovan McNabb one, where they signed him as a show? At, we all knew it was a showing when they signed him in Washington to make him the highest quarterback, and everybody was like, "He's he's getting a fraction of that contract," and literally within a month, he was like, really <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I know CBAs have changed a lot since uh, you know Jordan's time. So yeah. I don't know what the CBA was at that point. And I don't know if if Pippen's contract was guaranteed or not. Uh, so, I mean, I guess that, that would, you know, by that same logic, if the team can retract the offer at any point, if you underplay it, and if you overplay it, maybe you should be able
1: to negotiate for a higher salary. I don't and, know. And I think I'm more just saying that there needs to be a system in place, right? Like, right, maybe right. now there's more. And I and this is what I'm advocating. I'm advocating the players to get educated. There's been decades. Decades and decades of players. Now, I think it's irresponsible for you to go into a a negotiating a, a negotiation meeting and not have all your ducks in a row. Yeah, I agree. so now I am with you. Where the the player has all these int- They didn't have the internet back then. Now you have the internet. Now you can actually talk to other players. Like communication to other players is a lot different than it was. And you hated other teams and other players. So you weren't talking as friends like they do now. Like they having barbecues every Sunday now. Right. <laughs> so, right. Well, um I, I i definitely think that now if you go into one of those meetings and you don't ha- and you're not uh you didn't do your homework um you're kind of you're at a disadvantage
2: you yeah bre- for you, sure you break and out Les, and less is saying that there is something like that now which you know, i'm familiar with too but there wasn't you know for a long time and and leagues were trying to take advantage of of players and and try to pay them as little as they possibly could. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, in, in that case, then yeah, I, I think I might go to the player's side. But it's still hard for me where it's, I still go back to, okay, well, you're, how many people would kill in any career in something more important than basketball to guarantee two and a half million a year for seven years? Like people yeah. would, people would give up anything for that, right? So, yeah. It doesn't make it okay. I guess. I mean, it's all relative, I guess. But if you're just comparing yourself to the best player of all time and what he's getting paid. But you're not comparing yourself to – but my mindset is I'm comparing you to someone that's working 60 hours a week in a job that's – You can't
1: do that, though. You why? Can't do that. Why not? What do you mean, why? Because no professional athlete – This
2: is your job, and you're getting paid really well to do it. So just, just you're because not you say paid, so job, else. and there's there's you walk market into a factory, value.
1: and then I say job, and I walk into a gym, it's the same thing. It's, it's uncomparable. It's absolutely uncomparable. You cannot compare a, the, the occupation of a professional athlete with the occupation of a miner, or an occupation of a, a, a fabricator or an electrician.
0: You can't. I get, that they're
1: not, I get that they're different
2: things, but my point is, again, like if this is your job and you're getting paid really well to do it, why do you get to negotiate just because you're doing your job better? right like Well and, and can, I, I think, we don't can, always get
0: that I think that, that that phrase you keep using is real well that's a very that's a very biased phrase based on on your personal experience not based on the market value. Right. right. there's a market value no, to that, every that, job no period. no no
2: no no. that's an objective statement you're getting paid millions of dollars a year right but the market value sports. for the
0: player of his caliber was much higher than what he was getting paid
2: I, I totally get that but and that's where and Sackside's saying I can't do this which I guess I disagree with <laughs> is I'm trying to compare it to what that money means in the real world because regardless of what you do for a living two and a half million dollars is a lot of money regardless of what you do that's enough money to live comfortably live very well pay for your family whatever you need to do you have enough money to do it with two and a half million dollars so just because you're not getting paid as much of another player on another team who got signed a better contract that's hard for
1: me to feel bad for you i think we're gonna agree to disagree a little
2: bit on this
0: though
1: yeah i I see a little bit what you're saying there and i get and i do get your point i do honestly um can relate to your point um The problem I'm having with it is let's take a salesman. If, and, and, and you can relate to this. If you, if you're putting up numbers at your company, at some point, if they, if they're not paying you, if you're, if you're the 122nd, um, on the payroll. Ranked on the payroll, but you're bringing in the most profit. Sure. At some point you're going to be like, Hey. Like, you're, you're paying me salary. Like, I I can go shop my value right. to another company. He couldn't yeah. do that. So yep. the, even the contracts are different from when you're talking about a regular occupation as a salesman or somebody in some kind of financial who does fi- finances when it comes to an NBA player who is under union who cannot shop his value right. when it's obviously higher than what he's getting paid. And that's All fair. And I Shadow guess.
0: Shadow Shadow wants to weigh in on this too and and he's got another question I I, I want to answer for him as well but you know he's saying and I th- it sounds like he's kind of you know on on the similar side of the fence as, as uh, Sack and I. He's saying these are the best players in the world at what they do there's no way we can possibly compare it to a normal job or salary. Um he's saying if you're the best at anything in the world competitive real world economics go out the window very quickly.
2: Mm-hmm. I agree. And, and, and I don't disagree with that, but that's where I have a problem, is that we are paying a lot of people in the entertainment industry, regardless of sports, actors, whatever, we're paying them ridiculous salaries because it's market value. Sure, and, and the, I think that's a whole other conversation. It is a whole other conversation, but that's where my mindset is bigger conversation. It is. Yeah. It is. But that's where my mindset is originating from with this, where it's like, I have a real hard time pitying Pippin even though he's getting underpaid according to his market value i have a really hard time pitying him because what he's getting paid to do what he does is more than fair okay again I'm more fair is a fair might be a trigger word if we're talking compared to other people right. but he signed the contract and he's getting paid really really well to do it objectively
1: not comparatively yeah. it, it's just i i guess it's just the perspectives that we're looking at it from because i agree right. with you when you compare it to you know what we're what we're doing he gets to do what he loves he gets paid enough money like you said ample ample uh, to do it to live comfortable excuse me um but but i think where i, I get and i agree with you there and when you talk of sports and entertainment as a whole industry you have a lot of young rich people walking walking around making dumb mistakes and just you know making the whole industry look dumb as a whole. um sure, sure. but when you then when you compare it and I don't want to... I'm not going to bring in the race card, actually. When you bring in a, a young person um, of any Creed color or whatever, and you have a, an older, experienced person, it feels a little slimy when they're like, hey, kid... you." Know, Did
0: we
2: lose him again? This is yeah. all your
1: mean uh, and he's signing right. seven years. Yeah, you, you, you were
2: cut off a little bit there.
1: Yeah, uh, oh... I, I, ju- I just think it's slimy when you you see an older person take advantage of a younger person when they're like, hey, sure. young man, everybody's signing these type of contracts, and, and this person knows he's getting over um, on, on the young person who's actually bringing in the money for this other person to be rich. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To go back to the salesman point of view, if you had a young salesman who just was like, ah, no, I never knew I could shop myself um, around. And you know you're making the owner of this company, and you're you're pretty much the face of the company. That's that, that's crazy to me, you know.
2: Yeah. No, and I do agree, and that's where you know I don't know exactly the what the environment was back in in the '90s in the NBA, and I know that that's true. You know, obviously the millionaires, the billionaires that own the teams, are trying to take advantage of some of these players and get them at less than market value. I get that.
1: So. But- and i want to jump in real quick because ruiner um made a comment he was like that sounds like amazon and its employees
2: just as far as like not paying them what they're worth or
1: not paying them what they're worth or you know i don't i'm assuming the owner or the corporation i was gonna say i don't know what kekw means i don't
0: either
1: i don't either Maybe he meant elder, and he was saying Coo,
0: Coo, Coo, coo,
2: coo. Well, and, and maybe he's saying, like, I know Amazon tries to do that, right? They try to oh, underpay their employees, boys. right? I mean, they pay pretty well compared to a lot of their competitors, but then they treat them like crap, right? They kind of Whoa. lock them in with the pay, even yeah. though then they, they yeah, they, they burn it, they churn and burn through their employees because they know they can find somebody else to hire because they're paying 17 bucks an hour.
1: Well, yeah. have you seen have you seen the interviews with the Amazon workers where they're like yeah. we're not allowed to go pee. We have these yeah, you know, exactly. realistic, yeah, all that stuff. And that's where it goes back to like they
2: don't care about the individual because they know they can find someone else to fill that spot uh, in a week, right? Right. Uh, so yeah, they don't treat their employees very well and they do try to take advantage of them. Absolutely. Okay, so I don't know that's what you're referring to.
0: Let's maybe try and pull this back into Pippin here. Um, oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> <Tangent>.
0: <laughs> so I, I, th- I think I think we do all feel similarly that that when it comes to any player and and this got started by Pip and holding out, you know, it, it, we don't love it. However, yeah. however that ends up, right? Um, and and that's I mean that's that's how I feel, and I think that's how what you guys both express is it, it seems it seems weird because you're affecting in my mind the, the reason I don't like when players hold out is not necessarily the contract, but it's more the effect it has on the team and your brothers.
2: You're not just hurting yourself, right? You're hurting. Right, and that's that's I my mean, that's yeah. where my
0: issue with the holdout is. Is and Pippin is a perfect example of that, right? That that season where he decided to take his surgery and sit out the main part of the season, they almost didn't make the playoffs. And if it hadn't have been for Jordan, and and eventually you know we we understand it, Dennis as well, then then they wouldn't have made the playoffs. Yeah, no, you're right. And and I mean Pippin literally set his team to a place where they were talking about tanking for draft picks.
2: Yeah. And that is, well, and, it go, and, and if you have, you know, other teammates in contract years, well, you're, you're probably going to be affecting their long term earnings because they're not going to look as, you know, appealing to other teams. And, exactly. Uh, you're affecting their legacy and how they're going to be remembered. Cause if they don't win a championship when they should, yeah, no, I'm with you. And that's, and that's my thing with holdouts. Like
0: I get contracts and I, and I feel like contracts and the business behind all of it. I think there's a lot of, there's a lot of, Pros and cons, or there's a lot of uh, fours and and or nays and and yays for either side. You know, I think I think every every story has two sides. I think signing a contract, you still do what you sign the contract to do. But I also understand if you're getting paid under market, blah, blah blah blah. That's all business, and I get that part. Sure. The part I don't get coming from you know me growing up playing sports, football specifically, and and having a team and feeling that camaraderie, like I I couldn't do that to my team over money
2: yeah and i'm surprised that it didn't really it, it didn't take him too long to kind of get back into the groove of things when he came back i'm surprised that there wasn't like a lasting animosity between jordan and Pippin, you know
0: yeah and so and so and, and sex said i you weren't you weren't here when i made the statement i just made but i, I think you would agree with me but i said my, my problem with holdouts is the doing that to your team
2: right do we want to try to fight this and
0: or? uh and that's that's sure. my biggest problem with holdouts and so i was i was actually surprised that pippin did that because of how he talked about his team
2: and putting the team first and,
0: yeah and and how yeah. you know how he he was okay with his role and being number two to jordan and and all these things but really it seems like he wasn't
1: right so i do agree with you i don't like that's why in general i don't like holdouts uh, I think that most of the time they're they're done selfishly. um so an example where I probably would agree with you and and pickle about holdouts is when a player signs a contract and then two years later or a year later they're looking for more money. That's where mm-hmm. I have a problem. um but um I do believe that every man has a breaking point, and I think that we've seen Pippin's breaking point um evolving even in the four episodes that we watched where Pippen had no issues, no problems. He was just happy to be um, drafted. He developed. He worked hard. You know, we're not thinking of all the extra hours he put in the gym. Yeah. The, the things you have to do to actually, like we just said about Jordan, to surpass other professional players. He Become did that. Great. yeah. Right. So when you do that, and then as you increase your value by outworking your peers, um, and there's... Nothing but thank you, and and if 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 it's even that, and then you have a bad relationship with the GM. We talked about Phil um, and Jerry Krause, but as they talked in the document, uh, the documentary, Pippen start um, publicly, um, verbally abusing him because mm-hmm. there was so much tension and he was so fed up. And he sp- spoke about this like I got to the point where, dude, I was out here just talking mess about this dude. All right. Mm-hmm. And you can see that that at least I can. It doesn't feel like that. That's his just normal character. He's not Jordan. He's not just an asshole in general. He seemed <laughs> like it was a buildup, and he was just like, "Dude, I just I was frustrated to the point where like I I just had to start like every time I seen him, like I wanted to sock him, but I didn't do that. This is I, I'm paraphrasing now, but he was like, I just I just start talking about him like to his face, right. um, and I don't. I don't know if he, who's if he can... who has got big brain. Sexy you... big brain. Okay. Yeah. I will give this to you. So Oops. I do I do agree with you partially. But I do think that Pippin even in that sense did it different because it didn't seem like It was like selfish. It was selfish, but it didn't seem completely selfish. It seemed like he he hit his breaking point as a human being. We're all allowed that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Um. So is that kind of like the defining theme that we got out of that second Pippin episode? Was was the the holdout and and his you know his relationship uh, with trouse and, and
2: and I think you know not to I, I definitely don't want to come away from this thinking that I I don't like Pippin because like again I've. I've been saying this for a long time, that he was very undervalued. Uh, I did want to be devil's advocate with you guys and and see, like, you know, did he benefit from always playing second fiddle to Michael? I think, you know, how much did he benefit from that? Uh, Because, you know, when you're never the number one option, or when you're never the number one threat to the other team, you know, you're not getting their best defender. Uh, So... I did want to just play devil's advocate, even though I really like Pippen. I enjoyed watching him. I think that he deserves more credit than he generally gets. But I, I how much do you think he benefited from just always being behind Michael? Oh,
1: I think Pippen. he... Yeah. Well, Pippen was been... a legitimate player. We've seen him play without Michael. He was yeah, and,
2: and you, I think you stepped away for a while. I was kind of saying, I just want to play devil's advocate. Nah. I really like Pippen. I do think oh, okay. Pippen is a great player. But just to, to throw that argument out there, how much do you think well, he benefited from being the number two threat to every team they played, not the number one threat?
0: I, I think that's – first of all, I would say he benefited. And, yeah. and I, I, think, I think it's absurd to say that he didn't because that's, yeah. that's, that's obvious, right? I, I, okay. In my mind, that's obvious. Now, I, I think that that, that argument – or not an argument, it's not an argument, but that statement is true also for Jordan.
1: Yeah. Right. How much he, did Jordan benefit beneficial. by
0: having Pippin, right? Because teams couldn't double team Jordan because Pippin was there. Yeah, and they, and, they, and I they, think they Jordan... couldn't they couldn't do to Jordan what they wanted to do to Jordan because they couldn't leave Pippen.
2: Fair enough. Fair enough. And I think, you know, once we saw Jordan evolve into that kind of more passing teammate, you know, he, he benefited from having great players around him. You know, you got Steve Curry, you've got Paxton, you've got Pippen, you've got Rod, you got these people that are gonna knock down shots. That's substantial, right? Um, less throughout an interesting argument of hmm. who benefited who benefited more uh, from secondary from being a secondary player, Draymond or Pippin, who gets more credit than they deserve. Well, uh, I think Draymond just because he called him a secondary player. <laughs> he didn't call him that. No, he didn't he's, call he's him
0: comparing that. if he's comparing him to Pippen in any way. That's what he's refer- referencing he, him as. He, yeah,
2: he's saying who gets more credit than they should, Pippin or Draymond.
1: Draymond. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Draymond gets, yeah.
2: way, Draymond gets way too Cause, much credit.
1: Because one, if they went, even even Draymond being bigger, and I mean way more, because he's only what an inch, maybe two taller than Pippen. Is Pippen he taller would, than Pippen? Yeah, I think Draymond's six nine.
2: Is he really? Oh, I, don't, I don't. Is he? I believe so. I guess the league's just so. got.
1: I guess the league's just gotten bigger overall. So I could it's be wrong. Smaller by comparison. No, I think they've gotten smaller actually. I think there's a, bigger people in the world, but I think that the league has way smaller.
2: Over the last ten years, you're probably right. It's yeah. definitely shrunk. At least, at least from the star players. Less says Draymond is six six, and he's way smaller than Pippen.
1: That's what I thought. Is he six six? He, yeah, that's he's only six six. Oh, yeah. well, definitely Draymond because Pippen would drag Draymond up and down half <laughs> court. No, I don't on, think he's asking any head to head. I think we all
2: tennis, yeah. basketball, but... in tennis. <laughs> See, but Marine honestly, I, I think I think Draymond fills the Rodman role more than the Pippin role, and yes. Clay Thompson fills I, the Pippen role. I think role, that's a disrespect. Right? To Rodman. It is I, a disrespect. I'm not saying they're comparable. I'm just saying if we're looking at roles, he fits more into the Pippin or the sorry the Rodman role than the Pippin role. Clay yeah. Thompson is the Pippin, right? Right. That's, yeah. even that's though they're not the same type of player. Clay He's Thompson the and is and and I don't know if I would say this about Pippin, but I would say this about Clay Thompson. I think if you put Klay Thompson on another team as the number one option, his production significantly drops off. I don't think it's a small drop-off where Pippen may have you know, slightly dropped off. Oh, yeah. I think Clay yeah. Thompson is not what we – he's obviously a great shooter, no disrespect. I don't think he's
1: one of the best players. Oh, be wait, wait. I didn't hear Steph that. Play. So you said Klay Thompson's production would drop off? I think if he was the – if Steph Curry was gone. Oh, I don't know about that. I think the only reason why his offensive production would drop off is because he plays both ways. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I think he's I you, think you, really, I you
2: respect th- him as a defender.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a uh, two-way player. He's better than Steph.
2: Uh, pure offense. Steph Curry is just too undersized to really play effective defense. Agreed. Every play, right? Agree uh but that's just that's we're not talking it's the about reality it of the sport right it's right. the reality
1: of the sport and we, we talked about that a little bit but he's not even the best defensive guard like cp 3 oh, no, they're no. the same size and cp3 is a way better is a little guard. bit more uh filled out which helps i think yeah Steph's skin and bones that's
2: that work though that's that unseen work i respect yeah. that unseen work i do too and and to talk a little bit about episode four to kind of bring this back to the last dance to see jordan put on that muscle and, and become what we saw as late career Jordan over the course of basically an offseason. Uh I didn't realize it was that quick, you know, that he kind of metamorphosized from skinny college kid to to MJ. Yeah.
0: What are you I doing out there, pick? I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to make your way to us. All right. I like it.
2: Yeah. I'm coming. Um, yeah, I
0: I think if we're if we're comparing like no, we, I, we're we not ready for that yet. Never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, so to go back to what lesson, said, Draymond benefited way more on being on a good team with great players than Pippen did because he was one of the great players. They yeah. say Draymond is one of the big three, but he's more one of the big three because he has an IQ. He's not one of the big three because he's super athletic. Right. right. He, he's not better than Charles Barkley, no matter what he thinks or He's not better in that case. So if he goes to the Hall of Fame, close it down. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Draymond does not. He
2: shouldn't sniff the Hall of Fame. That would be right. to the Hall of Fame, I think.
1: But he keeps on talking and comparing himself with Hall of Famers. And that's one of the reasons I
2: dislike Draymond over. I think some of these other people were talking about is he has to talk about himself to be relevant. Right. Where these other guys, we're never going to stop talking about them, right? Right. Because they were historically great. Right. But Draymond has to pump himself up. Mm-hmm. Zach,
0: if you go in this cave, you'll bring Pickle to us.
2: Yeah, just go out in the cave. The dark cave? Yeah. That's yeah. or... level...
0: I would do that one. It's only level How one. How are you
2: guys so close to level two? I guess I died a couple times. Yeah. Jeez, I'm
1: still... Oh, we got to refill our... Uh... we got to refill that. Uh, it wouldn't let me in.
0: Oh, okay. We gotta be closer than that, huh?
1: Sure. Uh Oh. Just trying to get Uh away from
0: people. You gotta go around her. You can't fight that. There we go.
1: Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Do we wanna go to episode three?
0: I was gonna say, do we do we have anything else we want to talk about, (laughs) Pippin? We got about thirty minutes left.
2: Speaking of a Rodman comparison. What about it? Oh, that's just Rodman! is episode three. Right? Yeah, yep.
0: yep, absolutely. <laughs>
1: well, before we before we even get well, I guess we can get to Rodman as well. But that I want. I just want people to understand my love for episode three. I got to see late '80s, early '90s basketball, and man, can it's we good. finally it's, it's good stuff? Yes. I just when people. People do- today w- don't understand that basketball used to be way closer to football <laughs> than what it is now. <laughs> hey, real like, quick,
0: Les, have a good night, dude. We will we will talk yes. about the worm without you.
1: <laughs> have, have a good night, Les. Um, dude, just the the basketball that we get to see during this episode just brings joy. To yeah. see Jordan get thrown to the ground what people like you said people were already recognizing one of the best athletes in the league and people were like nah we got Jordan rules we got rules for Jordan when he goes up in the air throw his, throw his butt to the ground make sure he lands on the ground right dude that like I'm not promoting violence but I'm just saying his <laughs> but you miss his, it you missed the violence. well I miss the toughness to overcome that's that. it that right yeah. there yeah that's what I miss like people cry too much today like, uh, and is this is the same draining. thing we experienced To just bring it to our, our realm We're playing video games When we play Smite, Pickles, specifically you We talk about this all the time These cats want to quit after one team fight Right, It's over, game's over, good game That infuriates me As yep. an older game player Because we didn't have that quit in us You had to go This is why a lot of people my age Hate KD Like I can never respect KD, not hate him But I can't respect him Dude, you don't go to the team that just beat you. If yeah. anything, if you're going to leave your team, you find somebody else, you build them up, and you make them the team that's going to exactly. beat the team that right. was your nemesis. You right. know what I'm saying?
0: Jordan would have so, never even considered going to the Pistons. Nah, oh, not no, not as the heck number heck one no. player. No, now, we okay. did see
1: Pistons come to the Bulls, but one, it was after their run. They had rings on their fingers coming right. to the Bulls. Right. Right? And then two, like they weren't the best players, so they had less choice than the best players did. Right, you know what I'm saying? To to move teams. Well, and Rodman got moved, Rodman like, got traded. Right, Rod, Rodman. Yeah, didn't, Rodman did leave. I I forgot
2: he was on the Spurs. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's you, like you know playing Smite again. I know even sometimes you get frustrated. <laughs> but it's like my thing is, it's like, hey, if we can learn something from this, right? Like mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. if even if even if we don't come back and win why are we getting beat the way that we're getting beat? Mm-hmm. We need yeah, to, yeah. We need, like, just, just walking away doesn't teach us anything, right? right? Playing against easier competition doesn't help us get better. Correct. Uh, so I don't know. But, yeah, no, I agree. That's definitely not in today's league, and it's one of the most frustrating things to watch is it's like, hey, they're going to call enough fouls, okay? They call a lot of fouls nowadays. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to stop playing every time you think you every got fouled. Time. Every just time. Just keep playing, maybe make the bucket, and who knows? Maybe you'll get the call. But yeah. play play through it, and then, well, then let they, the refs decide. Let the refs do their job. You play the game, and, they and then it gets of, to, nobody does it. it
1: tries to then it not. gets to an absurd point where they'll punch somebody in the chest and then look up at the screen, see the replay, and then be like, uh, what, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> what, what, are "What? are
2: you talking about? so true. Oh gosh.
0: See, and, I, and, I, and I, I hate that meta. I hate that transformation of the league as well. And, and I hate like you know inevitably i'm gonna I'm gonna bring up LeBron and I'm just gonna say you know it's unfortunate that he can't play in that league because we'll never know if he if he could have done it right yeah and, and I, I wish because i I have you know I, I I like to think that that his personality would have stepped up into that league and, and adapted to it but Jordan Jordan played and this is this is one of the only reasons why I, I can't say confidently with all my love for LeBron, I can't say confidently that that he'll surpass Jordan either, because, you know, Jordan did what he did in a completely different league, right. and LeBron will never have the opportunity. Not to say that he couldn't do it; he just will never have the opportunity because yeah, we've fair. we've made the league Agreed. different. Agreed. Too different, I should say.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't not recognize his greatness. We right. recognize his greatness we see that he's winning in a style where he's not a pure shooter and he's winning in a league where it's pure shooting now. Um, but, like, you're right. He's not Jordan. If anything, again, we, I made this comparison earlier. He's Magic. That's his comparison. Yeah. A well, six-nine point guard. I, I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't disagree
0: with that at all. I think the only reason he gets compared to Jordan is because they're going for the GOAT, right? Yeah. Right. And and that's right. I, I think I think when people compare I like, and, and I think this is relatively believed in, and unanimous but like when it comes to his position, LeBron is the best to ever play the game. I right. I I think I don't position think position by position. Right. I'm talking position, right? That's fair.
2: And Small and forward e- even even forward. if we're
0: comparing him to Magic, I still think LeBron is 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 a better positional player.
2: That's hard for me, especially because, I mean, obviously Magic's career was cut a little short. So Yeah. It's, yep, but there's, but there's... If we're saying at his absolute ceiling, I don't know if I would say that. Now, if we're saying as a career, I think you could say that about LeBron. Like, his career right. has been better. But if we're saying, af- are you the best player on any given night,
1: I don't know if I would put him ahead of Magic. Yeah. I agree with all that. I just... Uh, Now, don't get me wrong. I think LeBron scoring and athletically may, maybe, may have a slight lead on Magic. But as smart as LeBron is, Magic's IQ is still leaps and bounds higher. He came into the league as a rookie and won a championship. Yeah. Yeah unheard of he played play, all five play, positions, playing center in one
2: of the finals games
1: as a rookie mind you these are this was what seven foot centers the not big centers yeah. the six six draymond greens that they have now right like the career that magic had even cut short is one of the greatest all-time professional um athletic careers that's on record yeah sure and and, and
0: to be be clear Zach the reason I I maybe spoke for you in that moment is because earlier you said that LeBron in your head was a steady number number two two. of all time so that's why I assumed that meant that he was better than Magic in your mind that's all that's why I
1: lumped you in there and I think you asked me tomorrow (laughs) fair (laughs) enough you asked me a couple minutes (laughs) that's completely fair (laughs)
2: Now to to LeBron's defense I, I think what? he's one of the hey, hold on. Can
0: we take a I picture right now before you talk to way, anybody else?
2: <laughs> the way that he plays and his body type, I think he's one of the few big stars in today's league that could do well in that era if he adapted. Right. If he played through contact and didn't complain about every foul. Yeah. He's just a big body with a lot of ball skills. He he could play in that era and be I think really successful. Agreed. Agreed. Would he be as successful? Who knows, right? Who, who knows if he could adapt and play that way or not? But if any, um, if you're gonna take any out of yeah, like hurry, I wouldn't would take Steph moron. Curry to the '80s. Heck no, no. he would get he no, would no. get obliterated. No. You know, yeah. uh, James Harden would have 12 points a game without all those free throws. Like, yeah. uh, he's he's not James Harden.
1: You know, no, nah, James so, Harden would be Allen Houston in in the in the '90s. Yeah, like. Like so, of any of any. People may not right. even know who that is. Yeah, of
2: any current premier player, I think he has the best chance of being good in that era. Right. Right. That's fair.
0: So, okay. So, do we want to get into the worm? We we kind of we kind of sidestepped it a little yeah, bit. Yeah,
2: we're, we're doing a lot of segues, but that's all good. I'm fine with um, that. I'm fine with. We can yeah, keep chatting. kind this,
0: this thread and and then save the worm for next week. I know. I, um, I feel like Les is avoiding the 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 conversation oh. of Dennis Rodman. So. What is, Ru- what is ruiner saying here
2: go next game go next draw run oh it down. he he was saying that when we were talking about uh... oh surrendering in smite yeah <laughs> go next I run it down mute yeah. all is
0: exactly what happens every time we get into a smite match
2: yeah so, yeah immediately yeah so so yeah so dennis so i will say just kind of my thesis statement on dennis uh my respect grew for him i did not expect it to grow that's awesome to hear while honestly. watching more information about dennis rodman right. i've had like I, I respected him as a player forever but mm-hmm. his like i i guess i didn't know much about his work ethic or how he treated the game uh, his intelligence his dedication to the game all of that stuff i did not know and i came mm-hmm. out of this respecting him a little bit more than i i thought i would
0: i would second that that's that's actually was was kind of what i was going to say too is you know, I the only Rodman that I knew was late career Rodman,
2: the goofy wedding dress. Yeah, like, different hair color every like night. I, I knew,
0: I knew he was number three. I knew he was he was pivotal to the success of that team, but right. like I I never knew the Pistons Rodman, right? I never yeah. knew I never knew the what what he went through in college and, and early career to get to where he was the number one rebounder, you yeah. know, in, in the history of the game, and and I I I didn't know that Rodman, right? And so. So this episode was was very educational for me in that standpoint. And I agree with you, Pick. I think, I think it it increased my respect as a as a player.
2: I don't know about as a person. Well, I mean, even as like when I watched this, I expected when Michael and Pippin would be talking about Rodman, them to kind of do that. Oh yeah, Rodman, what a goofball kind of thing. Like, but that's not that's not no. ever what they say. It's always like. Oh, he was crucial. When I needed him to step up when Pippen was out, he stepped up. When I needed him to put in extra hours, he put in extra hours. When we needed him to play defense on the on the other team's best player, he was studying that person's game. He's studying film. He's putting in the work to become the best defender on our team. He's scrapping for every rebound. Um, what else did they say about him that I, I really liked? Uh, oh, like the story where he came back from the 48 hours... And they're like, we're going to run laps. And whoever's in front sets the pace. And Michael's like, well, we're going to run slow because we, we don't need to work because he took his vacation. Why are we getting punished for his vacation? When Rodman's in the front of the pack, they... Did he cut out for you,
0: T-Sack?
1: Yeah, he cut out for me.
0: Okay. Well, let's hope he comes back, but... Yeah, I, 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 I kind of second everything he's saying. I mean, Rodman worked a lot harder than I thought he had. And and he respected the game and he respected his teammates more than I thought he had as well. Um, and it, and it kind of solidified it for me when he was talking about how he learned to rebound and right. how he, he realized what he was good at and what his role on the team was. And he did everything he needed to do to make himself better at it. You know he goes to the gym and he has guys shoot not so that he can defend them but he so he can watch how the ball comes off the rim and it comes off the backboard and and uh, you know that that's i've never heard of someone like learning to rebound that way and that that yeah. was uh it was important to me because it you know he recognized his role and he wanted to be the best at his role
1: yeah so um i
0: The last pick. I had—I don't know—15
1: years ago. Um, I had the same epiphany you guys had. I—I I read up a little bit on Rodman, and um, it, basically this stuff came out. So, I knew how he learned how to um, judge rebounds. Um, do—are we going in here now?
0: I don't think I—I want to get a heel off before.
1: Okay. Are we, are we camping here, or are we? You want to go to? Let's go. Let's go to. The, we can uh, heal at the like, uh, Ellie's watch. watch. Yeah, yeah.
0: I don't know if Pickle's gonna gonna join back in.
1: Yeah, so I knew this. Knew that I knew that he wasn't just the golf, the the goofball. Um, I knew that he was, um, understood, and I knew that he was a troubled man. Um, I'm just glad that more people are getting introduced to the the player Rodman, the the guy, earned The greatest players respect along with uh, Batman Um, Superman and Batman on that team like they both contend that without him second run does it doesn't three-peat so um, I remember watching those games where he gave um, the second best and some people would argue the first best power forward all-time in um, Carl Malone fits Mm -hmm. Carl Malone didn't like robin he didn't no, like they the hated each other he didn't like that right so when robin robin would do little stuff because you know we didn't have the 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 world wasn't as understanding back then so um did you lose me on your screen no nope. you you, you came
0: back oh, was, okay. okay pickle was coming out and uh, back in. i think
2: i think I, i'm back i'm back sorry guys You're
0: right. Yeah, right we just kind of continued hope that's okay it,
1: yeah, you're good. I don't know what happened. I had to restart so, Discord. Oh, uh, no problem. So I'll just finish on Malone, where, you know, the the 90s were a different time. People weren't as open to say that um, he was an early cross-dresser, and Malone probably wasn't favorable about that, and he would use that to his advantage. His psychological warfare on the court was just as important as his skill level. So it wasn't that he just learned how to rebound. He learned how to psychologically break down his opponents, and it just just for more of the world to see this side of Rob me. And I think it's a joy. Yeah.
2: Oh.
0: Yeah. Pick, I, I was, should... I was agreeing with you though, pick mostly. And so, yeah,
2: yeah. I don't know where I dropped off. I kind of went on for a minute or two and then I was like, they're not responding. Um, so they either hated what I had to say or, something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, just basically, the, the, the there was the little story about when he came back from the 48 hours. You guys, mm-hmm. you yeah, guys yeah. For that, okay. How he was like leading the pack on that exercise, where like everyone's like, yeah. oh, we don't want to run around the gym too fast. Why are we getting punished for Rodman's vacation? But then when Rodman gets in front, he's sprinting around the gym. And uh, again, I don't respect everything he does, but his work ethic as a player and as a person, I think. Again, I I gained a little bit of respect for that. So.
1: Yeah, I think as a person, I think he's he's been hurt. I think there's 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 something that happened. Oh, for sure. Uh, I think he's definitely misunderstood. Um, you know? And I think a lot of people can just hide it better than he could, and I think that he felt even mentioned this, he felt like he couldn't be himself most of his career, so when they were like, nah, just be you. He went you know, all he, the way. He yeah. went all the way out. Yeah. Um, And, you know, people. some people can't relate to it, they can't understand it, and people didn't want him to be him, but Dude, when you put him on that court, he was a serious problem. Yeah. Dude, he had what did it say? Seven games with zero points and twenty rebounds. Yeah. The next person Seven? had two. Had two. S- yeah. Seven, Seven games, zero points, twenty Jeez. rebounds. Crazy. And that's that's not saying the games where he had two or four or six points and eighteen yeah. rebounds, right? Right. right. <laughs> they just picked a nice round number, but this dude could rebound and at times if he needed to he could score too but he didn't have that ego where it's like i have to score
2: i have to have the ball uh right i need need the attention he's like no i'll I'll do the dirty work and you know michael and pippen can score right and he was good with that and you need that kind of player for sure yes yes so correct me if i'm wrong here and this is where i I should know this so i'm embarrassed that i don't they won the first uh three peat without
1: him and then they got it yes okay you're correct Okay. Um because Rodman was busy beating up on them right, right before they started their first three while That's he was right. in the Pistons. Because I think okay. he got two rings with the Pistons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two um, they beat the Bulls. So Rodman yeah. has five rings? Yeah, I believe so. Wow. <laughs> yeah,
2: he has five rings. Good player, dude. Good I, player.
0: You know, I've never I've never doubted that, honestly. I I I can read enough into his stats and and into the history of, of Rodman to to be confident in uh in what they say about him, right?
2: But, uh, you know, Brittany, I think, said something similar to you, where she's, like, we're watching this, she's like, oh, I've never seen Rodman healthy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I've never seen Rodman look like a normal person, you know, where he doesn't look crazy or stoned or, you know, something else. And yeah. I was like, yeah, no, he was, he was a really good player for a really long time. Uh, hmm. It's good, guys. I'm really enjoying the Saki
1: series. It's, it's, I think we can, uh, mid hasn't seen episode four. We're getting close to our two hours, um, if we're not already there. But, um, yeah, just, uh, they kind of built the story around the big three. So, uh, episode four is going to take you into Phil Jackson. And then we have five coming up this Sunday. So, we'll be back talking about it some more. For um, sure. Can we close out with a game of? Ancient vs. like
2: Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. Let's After close that. this game out. So, so, so while we kind of close this game out, um, I'll just skip my turn. It's gotta be your turn, sack, I think. Um, yeah. So yeah. So episode four is Phil. I haven't had a chance to dive into it yet. Uh, Shadow, to answer your question from a long time ago, I'm sorry I missed it. Um, uh, you you asked about the docu series it is definitely a centered theme around michael jordan but the theme of the of the docu series is the last se- mostly the last season and what led up to the last season of the right. bulls second threepeat um right. and and the last, reason it's called the last dance of, is because uh, that's that's what phil jackson had dubbed kind of themed that season because they knew that it would be phil's last season as coach um of the team and last of
1: michael is his bull right Right, yep. because
0: Michael wasn't gonna wasn't gonna play for anybody but Phil,
1: right? And so which I don't think they believed that claim until right. it happened,
0: and yeah. so so Phil Jackson kind of themed the uh, the season, the last dance, which is where we get the title from, and and so far basically what what we've seen is is we only talked up to episode three. Uh, I haven't watched episode four yet, um, but essentially what we've seen is the first episode was really focused on on Michael, and the draft and kind of early career Michael, the second episode was focused on pippin and michael the third was focused on on
2: uh rodman Marley. rodman and michael
0: right and so yeah. michael is definitely still the central theme to the series but it, it's kind of it's more talking about like how who pippin was to michael and the, and the team and who rodman right. was to michael and the team and and that's kind of the theme they're running with there and so
2: well and I, I guess the reason this whole thing is coming out now is like jordan owned all this footage <laughs> and was oh really like, all right you can make a documentary about it now i didn't but know he, that. he waited 20 years before he gave the green light on that uh so i don't know why
0: that's but, funny yeah. so so essentially what what the plan is 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 we will talk about episodes four and then are they coming out with five and six on sunday Five and six will be Sunday, yeah. Okay, so so the the plan is to talk about five and six, four five and six, uh a week from now and and we'll kinda kinda catch up to, to the current episodes and um and hopefully have some good conversation. I've enjoyed this conversation and I, I think yeah, yeah. I think chat's added some some really good color to things and and I I appreciate your guys' outlook on, on a lot of things here. So it, it, it helps me learn and grow as as a as a sports fan. So I, I'm enjoying this a lot.